McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Probable. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. So today is September 4th, 2015, and we've got AC class number six. So how has your week been, and what questions do you have? Um, yeah, geez, I, I don't think I have any questions. I did the... Um the recording that you had working with the Orca, with Kiko. And um, I did really well. It was nice to hear other people and that uh, my answers were pretty much in alignment with what they got. So that was was kind of neat doing that. I kind of of missed not not seeing what it's like in a class setting, so that was kind of nice to do that. But I I don't think I have any questions. I guess just, you know, just wanting to... Um, become more attuned to the subtlety, you know, the difference. Um, but nothing has really come up. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, good that you did the one with Kiko, too. It gives you a different style of practice. And, you know, that leads me into it's going to be important from here on forward if you feel ready. Now, you're never going to feel comfortable. That's why I use the word ready. But if you feel ready, I would like to invite you to branch out in your practice style. You've been doing phone one-on-one with me, so you've got that down, and you've been doing very well, and you got a chance to do the Kiko one, so that means that's independent practice. So oh, that's very you're much breaking fun. up. Um, Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, not again. It's like every other word I'm getting. Oh, huh. Because you sound clear huh. on my end. Um, okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so you got the chance to do independent practice. You want to see if you can work with open minded family and friends at this point because I would like to invite you to practice with an animal you know little about, but where you're getting feedback from somebody besides me. Okay, because that will just kind of expand your world in knowing how other people interpret things, how other how owners who are not learning this work, how they view your responses. Sometimes um, it's nice to work with another a partner who is an animal communicator themselves because they understand the greater uh, birth of interpretation and how things can be right even though it comes through with certain verbiage, whereas owners that don't have this training, you know, they see it with a more of a, a narrow set of eyes, if you will, and it's good for you as a communicator to start to you know, have a little bit of exposure to how they see things. It's not going to be the way you see it. Um, and, you know, just kind of take it with a grain of salt when you think to yourself, oh, yeah, that's what I said, what I got from the animal, and yet the owner doesn't see the matchup. And they can't necessarily okay. always see the matchup because they're not feeling it as you feel it come through. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Do you have people that you can practice with? Um, a couple of them. You know, close friends and family, I really know their pets and a lot of the, you know, questions that we were using. So um, I'll have to see who I can who I can get, maybe somebody from one of the groups or something. 
Okay, okay, great. See if you can incorporate one to two of those this week. Now, how do you go about doing it? You can do by phone if you want. Um, If you feel more comfortable doing it by email, simply ask them to send a photo of their animal. And then Uh for questions, I will, um, before today is over, probably right after the call, I will send you a list of questions that you can consider. Um, They're just mostly their questions that owners can verify. Where do you sleep at night? Uh, How do you respond? visitors come through the door, things of that sort. But ask, you know, seven to ten questions and get feedback. Now, these people okay. are generally going to be very excited that you're practicing with their animal, and therefore they're going to want you, want you to ask them questions that you can't get confirmation from the owner from. And that's right. fine if you want to entertain some of those ideas. <coughs> Excuse me. But you also um, really want to include the majority of the questions when they can verify. That way the ones they can't verify because they're just plain excited that you're talking with the animal, um, you can kind of talk up to, well, I got the majority right, so chances are I got those ones right too. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right, let's keep trying because you're still very choppy. So I don't know if it's the line or something. Um, It must be the line. Do you, because you're nice and clear on my end, so I would assume it's on your end. Are you on a cell phone, Andy? Um, yeah, I'm nothing different from that I've ever done with you. Okay. Um, if you think it would help, if you if if you're in a different location than usual, because um, I'm on uh-huh. a landline, um, go ahead okay. and maybe move your uh, position and or if you feel more comfortable, you want to call back right in. I'll just stay on the line and see if you can get a more secure connection. Yeah, let let me just call right back in and see because okay. I'm not. Yeah, I'm nothing is different. So let's just let me just call you right back. All right. I'll wait. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye bye. It's Andy. All right. Can you hear me okay. any better? Oh, yeah. Better? It's much better. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So I do want to practice today with rescue animals. I want to teach you how to ask certain key questions that often help the animal who wants to get adopted move in that direction. Because oh, okay. here's the answers of the animals that you're posing the questions to. And it can be huge at helping them get out of the shelter situation quicker. Now, I have selected all senior animals because that thought came to mind, and I was like, huh, okay, we're going to do this. (laughs) So I don't have any young ones here, but we've got a variety of different species. Who do you want to work with first? Oh, let's, um, let's work with Harley. All right, excellent. So Harley is a senior male goat, didn't have an exact age, but he was all these animals around PetFinder.com. He's up for Mm -hmm. adoption in Washington. So Harley um, has a very nice biography up, and I'm not going to tell you too much uh, because that's Mm going to be confirmation as well. But he does have something called, uh, I misspelled it, there's an E at the end of John's disease. It's really pronounced Yoni's disease when I looked it up online. So he can't be with other goats. Um, Yoni's disease is basically a body-wasting disease where they have trouble gaining weight. It is uh, attributed to some sort of bacteria that they were exposed to when they were young, generally, and their body handles it just fine until the immune system can no longer keep it in check. So... um, 
so he's got this, but it says that he's doing overall quite well, but it is contagious, and so he can't be with other goats, so he's by himself. Oh. Huh. All right? Uh-huh. So when we're asking the questions, here's what I discovered. I was working at an SBCA just doing pro bono free work with some of their long-time residents, the dogs and cats at the Snow Kill Shelter in New York. This was many years ago. And I was doing the communication sessions, writing everything down because they couldn't spare a staff member to stand there and listen to what I was relaying. And mm-hmm. the director, after me doing this for a few weeks, came up to me, and she was very open-minded to me doing all that. She's like, I have to say, every animal that you're talking with, because they were selecting which ones for me to talk to. It was their longtime residents. They wanted to try to get them out. Um, uh-huh. She was like, they're getting adopted within days, two weeks after you speak to them when nobody for a year or more has actually looked at these animals with any sort of interest. And wow. I was like, wow, yeah, I'd never heard that before. And then I read something um, in one of Penelope Smith's articles where she was saying she would teach a, a AC course in person and have the students, if they were happened to be hosted by a shelter, she'd have them on their break time or lunchtime actually go and do the same thing with animals. And, you know, they kept a tally of which animals got adopted before the end of the day because the rate also increased. And, oh. you know, what I've concluded is, you know, the universe is hearing everything the animals say in conversation. And it helps the animals to get more clear about what they really want in the home because chances are nobody has probably asked them up to that point in time. People, you know, have well-meaning intentions, but they write biographies about these animals and assume, oh, this dog gets along great with this dog, you know, or other dogs, so we'll probably do well in a multifamily home with other dogs. And you ask the dog, and they're like, nah, I can do well with other dogs, but I prefer a home as the only dog. So it's like, you know, nobody really asks the animals, what do you want? When these animals ask what they want, the universe responds. And it's like, wow, it's amazing how quickly they can get adopted if the animal wants to get adopted. Every now and then, some animals don't. They're quite content in their current shelter or sanctuary setting, and therefore they don't put the energy out. Hmm. So let's work with Harley. Um, Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves and connect. Okay. Excellent. And so I'm just explaining Harley because he's a little shy right now. So I have Andy and myself here. We're practicing our animal communication listening skills. We're wondering if we could allow you to be our teacher in helping us to listen better. He's very interested in that. He walks forward to me. Excellent. So we're going to be asking you questions about yourself and what you'd like in a forever home. He says that's fine. So let's start off by establishing a rapport with him. This is something you'd want to do with any shelter or new animal that might enter your home. So ask Harley to describe his personality with people. He's gentle. He's kind. He's friendly. Mm-hmm. He's very smart. Good. And one more thing. I'm getting the word cooperative, but I don't. I don't know if that's me. Okay. So did you tell her cooperative, Carly? 
Uh, he says he did tell you that. Good. Um, so ask the follow-up question. What do you mean by this? If an owner asks me to do something, I, I, um, I'm fine with doing it. Okay, well done. I also hear the similar. He helps people. If they ask something of me, I help them with it. Well done. I also heard him say I'm smart, definitely friendly. I heard that as well. The gentleness I can definitely feel in his energy field and the kindness as well. So excellent. You did read him quite well. And his profile on here um, mentions that, let me see. He's a shy but handsome goat. He warms up to people who he gets to see every day, and he likes people watching. Mm. Okay, very good. So we've got rapport with him. He's pretty wide open to us right now. If we were encountering a shyer animal or sensitive animal where they're a little leery of us conversing, I'd want us to ask another couple positive questions. Oh, well, mm-hmm. our questions are going to be positive today, so I guess it doesn't matter. So ask Harley, do you understand that you are technically up for adoption Yes, I got yes. Yes, he did say yes. Now, out of curiosity, let's ask him to define what that means. So ask him, what does being up up for adoption, Harley, mean to you? Here's where we, the human, are trying to figure out how much does he know or doesn't know. So don't put your own spin on this, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. It means that I'll be going to another. I'll, he'll be going to another home mm-hmm. to be with somebody else. Excellent. That's exactly what I heard. I'll be going somewhere else to another home. Someone else will care for me. Yep. So he has under a good understanding. Sometimes Andy animals don't. So I like to ask them that question mm-hmm. if they're up for adoption okay. and fill them in with the missing information that they may have. Okay. All right. Excellent. So go ahead and ask him, in a future home, what kind of people would you like to have take care of you? And he can take that any direction he wants. Well, kind people, people who will spend time with me. Exactly. Okay, I heard that too. He says, people that will hang out with me. Different words, same concept. Spend time with me. You got it. Okay. Um, And yes, I heard him say friendly people, nice people. Okay. All right, so ask him, do you understand that because you have a, a disease, we'll use the word disease, No, let's not use the word disease. It doesn't read. Um, Do you understand that because you have a health condition that people do not want to put you in the presence of another goat? So you'll probably be adopted by a family who only will have you there. Do you understand this? I got yes. He wouldn't want any harm to come to others. 
Okay, yeah, I was going to say and ask him the follow-up, how does he feel about that? He's okay with that. Yeah, excellent. So ask him, how do you feel in your body right now with this Yoni's condition, what you use condition? I don't know if this is me or him. I, I got that he's tired. Okay, let me check. He feels tired. Did you tell her that you feel tired? He says sometimes, especially in the evening, okay, he does get more tired than he normally would if he yeah. didn't have it in the evening. So, yes. Um, overall, I get that he feels fine. He's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. So... Now, he's saying um, that there's something that can help him to feel better. So ask him what what helps him to feel better, and we're, we're referencing the condition. What helps him feel better, you know, considering the condition he's got? That something of um, his diet that he likes to have pure, simple foods. Okay. Something easy to digest. I'm not sure if that's me. Okay. So, did you tell her about food? Uh, he says nope. Because oh. But it is true. He does say simple food is easy to break down. So you're accurate in the information, but in this case he didn't tell you that. So he probably just picked that up from his energy field, which is still accurate info. Um, Okay. So go back to him. I'll tell you it's something to do, something that he's getting from the people that has nothing to do with anything uh, food-related. Okay. I'm getting in the way here. I got like you know massages, you know that they that they I'll pet them, that they rub them. Okay. So what he's saying is love and attention. Okay. Yeah. You're not way off base here. You know he tells me he puts on weight when he gets love and attention from his people. Okay. That was too easy. <laughs> I I got the love and I went no I got to be saying that because who wouldn't want love? <laughs> okay okay yeah right. you know yeah sometimes the answers are straightforward very direct and very easy very simple not everything is going to be a complex answer. Yeah. Okay. Okay so you did get it even though you didn't say I did. it. I did get it. Well done. Well done. Okay. 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 So. Let's find out more. So ask him, what kind of environment would you like in your future ideal home? Well, I see a picture of a nice, sunny, grassy area enclosed. And I do see like a little you know, animal house in there. And I don't know if there's a dog with him that he'd like to have a, um, a, some kind of companion. Okay. So you're right. 
right on about the large grassy area. I'm getting that too. Um, the dog companion, I'm getting a reference to, I want another animal around, even if it can't be in with me. Okay, and I'm seeing, to me, it looks more like a donkey. Um, did you tell her a dog? Something, he says anything would do. <laughs> Oh, friendly. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's looking for company. He's he's shy and quiet, but he's also very friendly, very social. Okay, so that's correct. Good, and the universe is hearing all this automatically. All right, so ask him what kind of activities would you be doing in your future ideal home. He said he'd have the job of greeting people. Okay. And anything else? I just get in enjoying the outside. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Enjoying his environment, his living space. You're right about the greeting people. He says, people will come over and pet me. I will get to say hi to everybody. Mm. Okay. So, yes, that's definitely a greeter. Well done. Good. So ask him, do you want to do any sort of job? Like um, I know for goats, people do backpacking, backpack hiking with them. They have the goat be the, you know, the, the carrier of the mm-hmm. items. Yeah. I get no. Correct. He does say no. I have a client with goats who absolutely love just that, back bike wow. hiking. Hiking. Oh, my God, it's crazy. I'd never heard of that as a goat job. But, no, Harley does say no to this. Very good. Okay. All right. So we've got the basics for him. Okay. We've got the environment we covered. We've got covered the kind of people he's wanting. We've got covered the kind of activities or interactions. Okay. This alludes to how he's going to be emotionally feeling, okay, relaxed, for example, in his living environment. So the universe has heard different aspects of what he desires. If you were a dog or a cat, we'd be asking a lot more questions. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Goats have different jobs than dogs or cats do. So ask Carly, is there anything else you want to tell me about what you desire in a future forever home? That it just be in a very nice area. Okay, good. Any, did you get any references to sunlight? Yes. Yeah, very sunny. Yes. Okay, excellent. Bright. The thing I heard bright. him say was nice, bright, lots of sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy. Okay, well done. Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, so definitely the sunlight. Good. And he, I, I hear him say a companion once again. So he is really looking forward to camp for a companion. Hopefully they can find him, a, you know, maybe a being who has the same illness and they can put the two of them together. He was showing me a sheep, for example. So he would mm. like something closer to his own kind. All right, very good. So any other questions you want to ask him, Andy? Yeah, well, um, yeah, where, where is he now? Is Does he like where he is now? Oh, okay, sure.
I got yes, but that there's a lot going on there. It's a lot of, um, I'll use the word commotion, just that there's a lot. It's busy, very busy. Okay. So I hear him say yes as well. Did you tell her about any busyness? Uh, he does say sometimes there are noisy cars that drive by. Yeah, mm-hmm. noisy. It feels like on the road. So, yeah, and they are noisy from his perspective indeed. Okay, good. Ask him, yeah. do you want to be adopted? I got yes. Mm-hmm. He does, which is great. All right. Let's go ahead and wish him well. Harley, we wish you well and attracting your forever home. And Harley, I want to let you know, as you were relaying your answers today, the universe heard exactly what you said, and hopefully that will help you to attract what it is you desire more quickly. And may you thrive in your future home. (laughs) He just nods his head, appreciates that. All right, and we'll disconnect Hmm. from Harley. He's a nice guy, isn't he? Yeah, it is. I, I love goats. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've not lived or really interacted other than goats in the petting zoo and friends who had goats, but uh, he's a very, very nice individual. Yeah. All right. So who okay. next? Well, let's work with um, Jesse the rabbit. All right. So Jesse's story, um, she's in Kanab, Utah at Best Friends uh, Animal Sanctuary. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Very, you know, well-known place. Fifteen yeah, years old. She's been there a long time, is what the write-up says. Now, when she came in, she came in to the place seven years ago from a hoarding situation. At that time, she was exposed to some parasite that created what the vets believe is some sort of neurological disorder. But it doesn't stop her from being an ordinary, you know, rabbit. She still apparently got signs of this neurological thing, but she's still considered healthy at this point and up for adoption. So let's go ahead and both tune in to her. Okay. Excellent. And I've got Andy here. We're here to practice our listening skills. She says, okay, she's done something like this before. Excellent. All right, so first question for her. Ask her, how do you like living at the sanctuary? She loves it. There's a lot of activity and a lot of people around. Excellent. I hear the same thing. I love it. She didn't say she likes it. I love it. Yeah, she loves it, yeah. She, like, thrives on it. Well done. So ask her, do you understand that you are up for adoption? She says yes. Okay. Do you sense anything else around that, that answer? Yeah, that is, it, it doesn't face her one way or the other. She's happy. Okay. She is indeed very happy. You're right. Good. So, yes, she does understand she's up for adoption. So ask her, are you open to going to a future forever home? Um, I, I got, like, indifference. Like, she's content where she is. If it happened, um, that would be fine, too. Okay. 
good. Close to what I got. I get maybe. Um, and when I ask maybe under what conditions, she says, if it's the same as what I've got here, which is so wonderful, or better, yeah. I'm right. fine with yeah. Okay, excellent. All right, so go ahead and ask her, what kind of people would you like in your future forever home? I got warm and loving that I'd spend a lot of time with. Okay. Okay, great. So let me double-check on that. So did you tell her this? Uh, she says no. Okay. Oh. So I'm going to have you go back okay. and recheck. Oh, sorry, Jesse. question. <laughs> I I don't know now if it's me. I see children. Okay. Let's rephrase Hmm. the question. So ask her, what do you want your future forever people to do for you or to allow you to do? Give give, Give her space to explore. This is what she said. Okay. Oh, good. So you and I were asking that first original question at the same time. And instead of her talking about what the people would offer her, love, kindness, you know, the, the usual things Anna would <laughs> say, I heard her say, well, I just want them to let me out so I can have lots of sunshine and to run around. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is exploring. So she wants something from them and would like people that would give her that. Some people have house rabbits. Ask her, how would you feel about being an indoor-only house rabbit? She said no. She lo- yes. she loves being outside. Yes. Yes, she does. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's a bit of a maybe unexpected answer. Um, so good. So ask her, do you want to engage in any physical way with your ideal future people? And if so, in what way? Not that much. Correct. Just, yeah, what? Correct. Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the little bit she does want, ask her, what would that look like? I get like a chat here and there. Okay. Good. And ask her, do you want them to pet you on occasion? She said on occasion. It's, it doesn't have to be frequently. Correct. Yeah, she doesn't seek an awful lot of that either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So ask her, what kind of food do you want them to give you? <laughs> She's very independent. She mm. is. Uh, what kind of food? I guess she loves lettuce. Carrots for her teeth. 
Okay, yes. Good. She's basically looking for the fresh garden vegetable yeah. variety. Okay, yeah. well done. Um, it does say here, too, that um, she loves to have a great space where she can go outside whenever she wants to sunbathe. Okay, so they've got that in her bio. Um, and it says that she really loves the greens that she gets, especially dandelions. Okay, so she does get a lot of fresh foods. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so ask her, in an ideal future home, do you want to be the only rabbit or be with another friendly rabbit? I get alone. Okay. So I actually get something different. I get with another friendly rabbit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. She wants to definitely be alone from humans. Doesn't need much interaction or hanging out mm. time with them at all. Um, but definitely, yeah, I do get a pull to another rabbit. So ask her, would you be okay if there were children in the family? I get indifference again, like, it's okay as long as they don't bother me too much. Okay, correct. Good, good, good. Now, if the children were running around in a space where she was in her outdoor pen and she could see them, would she give them any attention at all? Again, of course, she'll, she'll look in their direction, but then just, you know, go back to herself. Very good. So some, that's exactly right. Some animals, uh, a lot of these um, farm animals, animals that are outside, they love to watch, you know, romping, playing children. But her, nah, she's like, I'll see them every now and then, but I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing. Well done. Good. Isn't it amazing just to talk with the different personalities? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And to do so as an ACR broadens your view of, wow, animals can be really everywhere on the end of the social spectrum. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, broadening my thoughts about all of this, yes. Excellent. Amazing. So ask her, what, what would bring you joy in your future forever home? I get a nice sunny spot to just lay and sunbathe in. Well done. I get the sun reference as well. And how big of an outdoor space does she desire? I get that it doesn't have to be too big. Just nice and cozy and comfy. Okay. Okay, good. Ask her, is it important to have grass, or is it okay if, you know, it's got dirt on the bottom versus grass? Well, I, I saw grass before. Okay. So but it's kind of like her. a combination. Okay, is that what you're getting from her right now? That could be me. Because you want to keep every question independent of another. Because sometimes you get a grassy image to what they were mentioning before because it was in reference to that question. But now that you're being more precise uh-huh. or detailed, it may or may uh-huh. not be important. Okay. So what, what are we, we're on the grass, right? I got the grass. Yeah, how important is it for you to have grass, or is dirt, just plain dirt, okay? She likes the softness of the grass. She does. Good. So that's definitely a preference in this case. Well done. All right, other questions you want to ask, Randy? 
Oh, um, no, I think I think that's okay. Okay, so we covered people. We covered joys, which are kind of like activities, okay? So her activities came through with the questions anyway. Um, and we covered uh, whether she wants to be with another being or not, in this case a rabbit. Excellent. So this would be, this rabbit would make a, a nice companion for somebody who wants to have maybe an indoor-outdoor rabbit or, you know, an outdoor-only rabbit and not really give it an awful lot of attention, but sure, it provide it with an ideal environment. This rabbit yeah. would be happy under those conditions. Other mm-hmm. rabbits really want the socialization with, the, with people and would be very unhappy with that. Okay. So it's, it's always interesting to see. Yeah. All right, excellent. Let's go ahead and thank Jessie and wish her, wish her well in attracting for her forever home or staying at the shelter because she's so happy there too. <laughs> excellent. All right, cool. and who next? Do you want to watch that? Um, how about, and how do you say his name, Cletus? Yeah. Cletus? Okay. All right, so with Cletus. Um, nine-year-old male tree walker hound up for adoption in Littleton, Colorado. Uh, the bio backstory was he was on the list for a kill shelter to be euthanized because he was brought in as a stray. Obviously, somebody had cared for him. He wasn't unusually skinny or anything, but the owners never claimed him, so a rescue stepped in to pull him. So he's now in foster care. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So, Cletus, can we ask you a question so we can practice our listening skills? He's really not that interested. <laughs> yeah. He's really not that interested. Um, so, Cletus, let me just see if I can, you know, dangle a little <laughs> carrot in front of his nose. Cletus, we are so looking for your unique perspective in life so that we can listen to you as our teacher. You know, Andy is exploring the different uh, points of views and perspectives that various animals have. Can we ask you at least a few questions about your ideal future forever home, which may help you attract the energy of getting into that home so that you can live the rest of your retirement days, your golden years, in that ideal setting? Okay, tell me his response now to that. I, I got that. He considers where he is now to be his home. Uh, okay, let me check in with that. Do you consider where you are now your home? Uh, he does say he's very happy there. So, yes, you're definitely yeah. picking up accuracy there. Um, how how does he respond, though, to what I said? Is he more, less, or the same uh, low interest level in talking? Low in, I, yeah, I get low interest level. Okay. Okay, cool. So um, I felt him peek up a little bit like, oh, okay, I guess I can answer a few. He doesn't oh, okay. spend much time with us, which is okay. okay. So let's just stick with a couple questions. So ask him, what do you like best about your current foster home? It's a very gentle space and loving. Excellent, yes, yes. He's got a lot of love or people caring for him. Well done, good. Ask him, do you understand that the people who are fostering you may not be in a position to keep you forever, which is why they're fostering you temporarily until the ideal home comes along. Do you understand that? 
I got yes. Yep, he does understand that. Excellent. Um, ask him, do you have any interest in us asking you questions that may help you attract your ideal home? He says, just as long as it's as loving, a home that's as loving as this is. Okay, he definitely wants that, absolutely, yeah. because he's a very loving dog. So, yes, yes, he is okay with us asking a few questions. So we'll keep it short with him since his interest level is very high. All right, cool. So go ahead and ask him, in your future forever home, what kind of interactions do you seek? Now, if he gives you loving again, that's fine, but ask him for specific. Mm-hmm. What would it mm-hmm. look like? He says, too, that he loves the outdoors, so to be able to hang out outside and just watch watch the, I see environment. It's not like I see anything specific. Okay, yes. So definitely outside time is correct. Good. And ask him, and with people, do you want a lot of touch, not a lot of touch? Do you want play, no play? I guess he wants companionship conversation okay yes he wants to be talked to conversation absolutely good and go back and see if we can gather one more piece he says he likes being touched but it doesn't have to be a lot okay he does indeed like touch so as far as did you tell her it doesn't have to be a lot he says yep doesn't have to be a lot I'm pretty easy going. Okay, great. Truth, yeah. do you want to live with another dog, another friendly dog? I got either way, it doesn't matter. Correct. Either way oh. is fine. Well done. No strong preference here. Okay. All right. So ask him, how much exercise do you need your future people to do for you? Mm-hmm. I get just going for walks. doesn't have to be anything strenuous. Exactly. I heard exactly that. I don't need an awful lot, but going for walks I would prefer. Right on, Andy. Well done. Cool. I like to ask that question of especially dogs because it helps people know, okay, am I getting a high energy, oh, my God, i got to run every day kind of dog in order to stay balanced, or uh, do I have a couch potato dog? Okay. When I was uh, putting out to the universe, Andy, um, my ideal characteristics in my future dog, which ended up being Tyler, my little chihuahua, I put out there, I want a couch potato. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> So we all have different desires. <laughs> so um, ask him, are you sad at all about your past family not getting you out of the shelter? I, I, I get yes. I get yes as well. Now ask yeah. him, how often do you think about them anymore? He says, I, I think of memories. 
Okay, okay. So I, I get he doesn't think about them too much, but yes, you're right, he does think of memories. Mm-hmm. He thinks of times in the past. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of very much in the present and yeah. very focused. He's very on laid back. Time. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Very laid back indeed. Nice dog. Nice for a, for a hound when hounds can Yeah. Be. Yeah. Lots of energy. Excellent. So we've got about the ideal people who he wants to live with. Now ask him, would you like to live with a cat? I got that they're bothersome. Okay, okay. I hear him say me. yes, and then I okay. see the image of him chasing them. Okay. So did you tell her they were bothersome? Uh, he says, well, they are big, big distractors to me. Yes. I don't get he'd be nice in the way that you and I would prefer a dog be nice to a cat. <laughs> there would be a lot of intense prey drive there. Um, yeah. Obviously wanting to hurt it. But so if stuff like that comes through, even though the animal says, yes, I want to live with a cat, if you get any inkling that there's going to be a prey drive, be sure that you tell the potential person, yes, he would love to live with a cat, but I get he would, uh, you know, some dog A may want to eat the cat. Cletus seems to just want to chase the cat, which isn't going to have <laughs> help the cat feel relaxed in its world. So personally, if I was considering adopting Cletus and I own cats, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would pick a different dog. Um, so just good to know for information-wise. Uh-huh. Excellent. Ask him, what kind of job do you want in your future home? I, I get greeter. You want to greet people? He thinks that would be fun, yes. He wants to be companion too. So it's it's involving the people. Do you does he want to do a lot of work, Andy? No. <laughs> Correct. He doesn't. Some dogs want to do lots of jobs. This guy's like, nah, I want to do a few and I want to retire. <laughs> right. He's retired. Well done. Any other questions you want to ask him? Oh, no, no, that was nice that he was he's willing to give us that much. It was nice. So let's thank him. Thank you, Cletus, for your time. And we wish you the best in attracting your forever home. <laughs> nice dog. Very polite. All right. So we've got Grover the kitty. So Grover, yeah. too, is ancient. Well, ancient, I shouldn't say that. Grover is 14 years old, older. Flame Point Siamese mix. He is up for adoption here in Denver. His bio says that he was originally brought into the shelter uh, at the age of seven. He was a feral cat at the time, spent an awful lot of time on top of the cat cages for a long period of time, but volunteers would come in and toss him cat treats, and over time he adapted to allowing pets on top of the head. He is also a lap cat these days with those people that he knows. So he's chosen to leave the feral point of view and to be... Mm. Um, he doesn't feel to me even semi-feral. He feels much more domesticated, but he's picky about people. So let's go ahead and connect with Grover. Okay. Okay. And how interested in he, is he in working with us? 
I get that he's okay with talking with us. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's curious. There's interest. Yeah. He's not yeah. like, oh, my God, please talk to yeah. me. <laughs> you know, on a scale of yeah. zero to uh, ten, he's about five or six. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got, I got interest. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Why yeah. not, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, ask Gerber. Do you understand you're up for adoption? He gets yes. Okay. So he does understand. Ask him. How do you feel about that idea? We'll see if this was me. I get that he's a little nervous since it took him a while to adjust. Exactly. No, that's not you, and you're correct. I sense that. He's like, I'm a little nervous about what that could look like in the future. Mm. Uh-huh. Very good. Good. So ask him, if somebody who understood you personally adopted you, would you then feel less nervous? I get yes, he'd warm up to them. Yes, he would. Good. So ask him, in a future ideal home, what would the setting be like? Indoor cat, indoor outdoor, outdoor only? I, I got indoor now. Yes. And ask it him why. Safe. Why that answer? It, yeah, I, I got that. It's just um, it feels safer and he likes the boundaries. Okay, Good. And ask him if he was living as an indoor-only cat, would he want to live by himself or with another friendly indoor cat? I got like indifference that um, it would be okay, but he likes his space. He does like his space, so that's definitely true for him. Um, he would prefer another cat okay. or two. <laughs> he oh. Ask him if there was a bunch, let's give him this, if there was a choice between two ideal homes, one where he would be paired with another friendly cat or one where he'd be paired with, you know, five other cats. And let's pretend the territory space inside is spacious enough to feel comfy with five. What's his preference? Again, I got it. It wouldn't matter. Okay, okay. He definitely could handle either. I am seeing him walk towards five and explaining mm. that it's like a colony atmosphere, something you're oh. familiar with. Mm-hmm. It does say that he does fantastic in the uh, the cageless shy room at this particular sanctuary where they have him. He's in with all the other shy cats, and they say he is amazing with other cats, especially timid ones. He has one particular oh. female who's his favorite in there. Cool. Oh, that's nice. It is. It is. Good. So ask him, when people touch you, how do you like to be touched? He said very gentle strokes. Uh-huh. Excellent. I heard the same. And ask him, in your future home, how much interaction or engagement would you like on a daily basis with your future person? Well, I got 
I got a, a lot that he likes the 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 warmth, the the closeness, okay. the security. Okay. Well done. Yeah, and I see him hovering around in the same room as the person, wanting to yeah. you know share space. It's like I do want to be around them quite a bit. So that's accurate, Andy. Well done. Yeah. What's his personality like? Let's see, the word that I got was like docile, um, yeah. gentle, yes. wise. Yes. Oh, um, he's, he likes to be an overseer. Yes, he does. He's very comfortable in that position. Well done. Yeah. Very, very nice guy. Um, now, imagine that there are visitors, strangers, who are laughing and happy coming in through the door of his future pretend ideal home. How does he respond to that? Well, I, I see cautious, ca- um, uh, cautiously. Mm-hmm. So does he run and hide under a bed? I get it depends who it is. Okay. So I get the back to your caution idea, yeah. It's kind of like, I'm going to remain my distance. I'm not necessarily going to run, but let's see. Let's see. You know, the boisterous energy and the loud noise doesn't bother him so much. Uh He's kind of used to that, it feels like, at the current sanctuary. Um, I've been to the sanctuary where he's at. It's a beautiful space. Cats do live in versus cages. I've got outdoor access. It's an amazing space. Great. Um, So he's used to all that. Um, His only caveat is if they're moving their limbs around a lot, that's the thing that it feels like can set him off Mm. into like, I'm going to go this way, away from you. (laughs) Okay, good. So other questions we can ask him. We've asked about people. We've asked about environment. Ask him, would you be open to living in a home with children? I got yes. I get yes, too. Now, what would his be his ideal age group? Well, I get somewhere around um, five or ten. Yeah, I get ten-ish. Yeah. Very good. Sometimes when animals say they want to live with children, I break it down further. and I say, okay, do you want to live with babies? And I'll show them an image of a baby where they're crawling around, you know, and all that. Or a toddler. Or, you know, ages four to eight. About eight to 12. Okay, teenagers, you like teenagers? Great. Okay, how old teenagers? Oh, you want more in the 19-year-old age? Okay, great. Just because different characteristics, 10, of course, Mm. come with children of different ages. Right. And some animals want no children whatsoever because they find they're loud and chaotic and run around and may accidentally step on me and things like that. But he's not (laughs) too concerned about that. He can run if he has to. Stay out of the way. (laughs) Good. All right. Uh, Another question you want to ask Grover. Ask him this. Have you ever been a feral cat before in another lifetime? I got yes. Okay. 
Okay. In this case, I get no, which actually surprised me. Um, Ask him, did you like your feral cat life? I got that. He always had to be on guard. So it was a little nerve-wracking. He did like being out, though. Okay, good. I also get he had to, a little bit like I always had, always had to watch myself. Yeah. So my straight answer for that is I get it was okay. Like, you know, I wouldn't say I loved it. You know, right. But he says, uh, yes, he liked the freedom of being outdoors and kind of being independent. But he always had to watch himself, keep yeah. himself safe. Now, some feral cats I've spoken to will be like, heck, yeah, I love this life. And they mm. love all parts of it. The risky parts, too. Grover, not so much. Good. Ask him, what made you change your mind to become docile with people and no longer feral? He got that they can be loving and friendly and kind. Yes, well done. I heard that too. Excellent. So, yeah, they eventually swayed him. He was like, wow, they're really nice. They're lovely. And they want to get to know me. (laughs) He was like, oh, okay, they want to get to know me. He was like, all right, I'll step up. Very good. Excellent. So ask him, do you truly truly think you will end up finding your ideal home before you leave this body? I got yes. Okay. Very good. And ask him, is there anything else you want us to want to tell us about your future forever home? No, I don't, I don't get anything. Just that he's content. He's telling me something about the view. So ask him, what kind of view do you want within the future oh. ideal home? Had a, a nice sunny window that looks out. Yes. Well done. He shows me a window as well. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, Andy. All four of these animals right on. Oh. So let's go ahead. God, it's exhausting. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll talk about that in a second. So let's thank Grover. Thank you, Grover. We wish you the best. You are a wonderful teacher. <laughs> so exhausting. True. Was it, was it exhausting? You know, it's, it's exciting, but I know what my exhaustion is. It's my, it's my fear of being, uh-huh. being afraid I'm going to misinterpret, you know, or not okay. hear them or, you know, something that I'll, I don't know, not offend them, just, you know, do something wrong. <laughs> I'm not okay. afraid of having the wrong answer anymore with you. It's just, okay. I, you know, that, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I just need to I relax more. Yeah. Fear yeah. and doubt, you're right. They do create a lot of effort on our end because yeah. we're like, oh, I go into them, and those energies are just so dense. They're so thick. They take a lot of energy on our part. But if you take deep breaths and be like, oh, I'm not going there. Oh, I feel that, that downward pull. No, thanks. I'm going to be light and cheery and just listen. When you're in that space of neutrality, it's far less work. And over time, your muscle, your intuitive muscle will develop as 
with the desire, the natural desire to just want to do this with complete ease and being pulled towards doubt and fear and all that, it's going to fall by the wayside. It really will just naturally fall away. So oh, it's good. fine if it's, on and, if it's there on and off, but it will eventually leave you. So don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything with it other than take deep breaths in order to stay focused. Okay. Good. That's good. I love it. It's really great. And, and it's interesting. I didn't think of best friends. I'm not too far from them. So maybe I'll contact them. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place. So. Yes, I had a friend who cool. went out and visited in person. She actually stayed at one of their little cabins or something uh-huh. and yes. volunteer uh-huh. work while she was there. I've heard of people yeah. doing that. Yeah. Well, if you go, you'll have to look for Jesse the rabbit. Oh, what a great idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Oh, All right. funny if you recognize me. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Do you have any questions? No, no, this is great. Just keep practicing and being, getting myself out there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, you have a yeah. great week, then. And Thank yeah, you. Do practice with I other think... people because let me know how that goes when we next talk. Right. Now, we meet on Wednesday next week, right? Um, let me grab my calendar. I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure that's what I have down to. Let me just verify here. Wednesday. I do not have a sound for Wednesday. Oh, okay. I have a sound for Friday the 11th. Let me see what I have. Um, I do have a sound for Wednesday the 16th. Oh, Wednesday the 16th. Okay, okay. Yep, I see it. I just walked over to my calendar. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Okay. we're good. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Andy. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.